I went to I went when I was in college. I did like a I was at the like college radio station, so I, I learned a little bit about like audio and whatnot, and uh, it was cool. But there's so much out there that I wish I knew. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Would you call yourself a audio like file, or or do you have any like hobbies? Um, I uh, I grew up listening to talk radio. I don't know if that counts. Uh, I've been into it for a long time. Um. I listen to a lot of it. Yeah, yeah. Not a lot of content coming from the little cubes. It's like that one scene in uh, Wayne's World when, uh, you know, he asked uh, the boss's wife, uh, Rob Lowe, like, uh, you know, so would you call yourself a TV expert? And she's like, yeah, I watch a lot of it. <laughs> yeah, that's an expert. I'm going to be completely honest. I've never seen Wayne's World. What? <laughs> what? Never. You've never seen nope. Wayne's World? Nope. I haven't seen the SNL skits that fucking spawned it. I have not seen any of the movies. Um, but you know of it. I, I know of it. Dana Carvey seems like a nice guy. <laughs> the swing and what? Well, I mean, what caused you to go like, not for me? It's nope. not. It's not even. That. It was just a uh, apathy. I just there was. A, I didn't see um, Back to the Future until this year, or well, 2016. Like but. when it was actually. Yeah. The future. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, why? What? They're going to the future. That's today. Like, yeah. who gives a shit? <laughs> Um, what made you not want to uh, watch that? Like, it, it's not even not wanting to watch it. Um, at this point, I just I feel like it's passed me by. But <laughs> it's been around too long. Like, yeah. it. What's the point now? Yeah. <laughs> what's this Star Wars? Yeah, who gives a shit? Yeah. I mean, do you? F- I almost think that sometimes, and I've done it myself, where the fact that it is so popular makes you go like, eh, I don't need to see that. Fuck that. Like, I almost did that with Game of Thrones for a while. Oh, more. you would have fucked yourself up. <laughs> oh, my God. You know, so many people were like, this is the greatest show ever. And I'm like, eh, who cares? Who's not for, not for me? No, give me Lord of the Rings or some other, no, you know, you, fantasy bullshit. You were very wrong. Lord of the Rings doesn't have incest or dwarves or... Well, it has well, they do a have dwarf. They have a dwarf. <laughs> but it didn't have incest. Yeah, I'll give no. you that. And no titties. No. I mean, it had, you know, Liv Tyler, but she didn't show him. No. She should have. That would have made Lord of the Rings a lot better. Not that it could get much better, but. Where do you fall in the Hobbit movies? Was it too much CGI? eh, I'm all right with them. I mean, I liked, uh, you know, Smog, but it just seemed like something that, like, didn't need to be three movies. (laughs) It could have been one and a half movies, maybe. I mean, it was one book. Exactly. Like, I could understand making the Lord of the Rings trilogy because it's three books, three movies. Yeah. I get it. <laughs> but it's almost like, you know, the Hunger Games where they they, st- they stretched that into two movies for the last one. And then they stretched, uh, you know, Harry Potter. It's always like the we got to make one last ditch effort to get some money out of these people, even though we've already gotten them to come to the theater seven other times already. Sure. Eight, eight in the uh, in the case of Harry Potter Wait a second. No, nine. Because they just... Oh, with uh, Fantastic, with Fantastic Beast. Beasts. Yeah. Did you see that? I, uh, I've i seen... Well, during one of my shifts, I watched it. I, I haven't seen the entire movie, but... Yes, we should tell the listener yes. that uh, during your day job, uh, you watch movies and get paid for them. I do. I do. <laughs> I do not do what they ask me to do. So, and, and you don't under... And you don't work at a... Uh, a formal production studio. I would call yeah. it what uh, an informal uh, 
It's a garbage movie theater. I, uh, <laughs> I, I found you're a, not part of the no. production company. <laughs> no, no. I would. I, I always liked that uh, when you you know people would say that they worked for uh, the corporate side of Disney, and you're like, dude, you work at the Dis- <laughs> you work at the snack shack. You know, <laughs> you're not like a corporate Disney shill. Hey, technically, I'm I'm in distribution. You know? mm, yeah, you're a movie distribution. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yeah, what would be your like, you know, technical PC name? You know, you don't you wouldn't call yourself a movie usher. It's like a you it, know It's uh, popcorn jockey. <laughs> popcorn jockey. Or I would say like entertainment liaison. That's a good one. That's what I'm gonna put my uh, <laughs> resume from here on out. Yep. I actually know, you know what I put is theater attendant. It it does sound it sounds better than popcorn jockey, yeah. Right, right. I mean, flight attendant sounds better than stewardess. True. But I would admit, like, I would rather... I never understood how, like, waiter or waitress turned into, a, like, a bad name. You know, I had to turn into server. Like, why... Like, when... Server sounds so much worse than waitress. See, servers, it's just a bad gig. I mean, they don't get paid... Uh, they don't get paid minimum wage, right? Mm-hmm. I... I don't know. Like I've started, I've I've worked in the service industry. I'm still working in the service industry. I mean, technically, I'm I'm working for Postmates. So I've I've noticed like there's a hierarchy to the service industry. You know, like if you work in a high end restaurant and you're really just you know taking steaks out from the re- from the kitchen and bringing it to a table. Yeah. Since those steaks are seventy dollars a piece, you're gonna get thirty bucks just for walking those out to the table. But if you, you know, took like picked up those steaks and you're a postmate delivery guy and you delivered those steaks to somebody half across the city, yeah. you're gonna get nothing because they don't give a shit about the delivery guy. But if they were at the restaurant and they were, you know, having to pay this uh waitress's salary, they would totally be like, Oh yeah, twenty percent, that's fine. That's that sounds reasonable. Oh, you had to drive eighty miles across town the delivery fees enough. <laughs> oh, hey, my, my car is going to break down earlier thanks to this fucking delivery. Mm-hmm, Thank mm-hmm. you, pal. And, you know, it's it's like they value the waitress because it's like, oh, well, they're just working for tips. And you're like, well, this other person's just working for tips. Well, fuck, who cares yeah. about that person? <laughs> Hello, guys, and welcome to, again, another episode, another awesome episode of This Comics Life with me, your host, D. Williams, a.k.a. Dumbass, a.k.a. New Year's Baby, a.k.a. Guy that's hanging out with a really cool dude and a really cool, awesome friend. His name is Comedian Michael Hubner. Comedian's not my first name, though. <laughs> oh, stand-up comedian? <laughs> No, I, I would just say that's the thing. Like, uh, as an open mic comic, like such as myself, do you like to label yourself as a comedian no. just yet? Like, I hate like, like when my family and stuff say like, "Oh, you're doing comedy and blah blah blah." Like, I, I'm like, Ugh. yeah, I'm doing comedy, but I wouldn't call myself comic. <laughs> I wouldn't call myself a stand-up comedian. Yeah, I, I don't refer to myself as any one of those. Uh, if people ask, I say I'm trying comedy, I'm trying stand-up, mm-hmm. or if they're a little more knowledgeable, I'll say I'm an open micer. Yeah. 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 And I don't mind calling myself an open micer, too, but it does seem like it does come with a little bit of a, you know, 
uh, connotations and things, you know, negativity. Because I know, like, you know, obviously the guys that are working comics and professionals, they're using open micer as like a pejorative. Like, oh, like he's a dumb open micer. He's not even a real comic. But now I'm like, yeah, I'm an open micer because that's what I am. (laughs) I'm doing open mics. (laughs) What else would you call me? Yeah. I don't have a problem with people saying comedian because, I mean, it, it is what you're doing. It's what you're trying to do. But at the same time, I, th- I think that term, for me at least, that term carries a little more. Um, ju- just doing a book show here and there doesn't make you a comic in my right. eyes. You know? I would say I would be cool with a person saying that they were a stand-up comic or they would call themselves a comic if they made their living doing comedy. See. I don't know if I would have to get all the way there if they're making it solely off stand up. Right. If, like you're paying every bill with a, yeah. with comedy. But if what being, if you're paying half your bills? Half your absolutely. Absolutely. I like you still person. have a day co- job, but you're not in the open mic scene and you're just doing book shows. Yeah. But I, not enough book shows to just do solely comedy. Definitely call him a comic for sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But if you're not making any money, are you a comic? That's a tough one. <laughs> yeah. Because, like, obviously, you want to always, like, be that guy that's like, oh, I don't do this for the money. But eventually, it's like, well... So why are you doing it? Yeah. Like, it can be one of eight reasons. It just can't be the reason. Yeah. Right? Like, if making money is the only reason you're doing comedy, you're probably not going to make it. But if it's on your list of reasons... If it's not on your list, it, it, it is why the fuck are you doing it? Cause, right. Because maybe, okay, you love stand-up. Why can't you just be a fan? Why are you subjecting yourself mm. Yeah, why to are you this? wanting to do... Like, what's your goal? To just be an open micer? Yeah. And, I mean, hey, more power to you if that's your thing. I actually read something today. Uh, I read Marty's blog. Right. And and he, he was talking about the people that show up to mics, and, and you wonder, is this all they've got? In some of the, in some of those cases, maybe that's true. Maybe this is what's right. stopping that person from fucking it's, eating a bullet, you know? It's like instead of going to bowling every night yeah. or three nights a week, you do open mics. Mm-hmm. And is that guy ever going to be a professional bowler? Probably not. The guy that's in the league, he's just doing it for the fun of it. Yeah. But, but and to be- hang out with four other dudes that yeah. like doing it. But do you begrudge that guy? And, and I mean, some people, yeah. some people do. It's like, well, fuck, that's my stage time, you know. But it's like, but would you call that guy an op- a stand-up comedian? No, I would not. No, he's just doing it for like a hobby. Yeah. Instead of it being like, no, this is a goal that I'm trying to craft into a career. Yeah. And, and that phrase exists. That that term, a uh, hobby comic, it, it exists. Mm. Yeah. Yeah, I I, I fight that because sometimes I feel like you know I get on myself like. Dude, you're not doing this enough. You're too old. You know, you're not starting when you should have. All these things. And then I'm like, you know, those are the reasons that are pushing me into like, just accept that you're a hobby comic. You know, stop trying to think that you're eventually going to do this for a living. (laughs) Like, But then eventually, but my other big side of me is like, no, no, no. Like, this is the only thing that I was good at. Like, I have to do this for a living someday like because that's the only thing i want to do <laughs> yeah uh i think it's i think it's good to have some some of that insecurity because because if not you're just you're satisfied with everything you're putting out yeah but I th- I definitely I, i'm on that side too i always think about oh fuck why am i doing this why the fuck am i doing Man, this? i think the swings of like being in this business is so crazy where like 
I mean, every comic has thought to themselves at some point, like, I am the greatest thing here. And then two seconds later at another mic, I am the stupidest thing here. <laughs> it's like, how can you be the best and worst simultaneously? Well, ask a comic and he can <laughs> tell you. <laughs> because I'm like you said, like you have that unrealistic like confidence of like, I'm I'm good. I, I'm funny. I'm I could tell jokes and I can do this. But then you get humbled instantly right afterwards. Yep. I th- I think that's a great aspect of it. Um the ego checking. Um mm-hmm, it, mm-hmm. it's it's and it is like a, it's a really egotistical thing to think like this is funny enough that people need to hear it. I need to travel and, to a fucking microphone right. and people need to hear this multiple times. Mul- yeah. Like I need to go on tour yeah. with this idea. Yeah. <laughs> like how long have you thought of something and then it goes on stage and then it instantly doesn't get a laugh and you think like I've spent 20 hours <laughs> thinking of this thing yeah. and it went nowhere <laughs> all the time <laughs> <laughs> i think that's what my problem is is that i've thought about it so much like it's like it just keeps going over and over and over and you're like you convince yourself like this needs to be said when it was like maybe a little funny at best <laughs> but you've thought about it all day so it's like you've pumped yourself up so much and then it's like it just doesn't work. <laughs> well, here's here's the thing. It does need to be said in the sense that you need to try it out. You need mm. to know if other people think this is funny. But the same it's yeah, thinking about it all fucking day. But I think and that's something I do, you know, before before a mic, I, I will be thinking about what the fuck I'm gonna say that night and I'll yeah. be thinking about it all fucking day. Yeah. It's de- it's not the best thing and it's something I, I would like to move away from, but you do gotta think about it. Mm-hmm. You do got to think about it and you do got to say it because if you don't say it, you don't know if it's not funny. How do you know that that's not, you know, the next fucking joke? Yeah. Why doesn't everybody work for tips? You know, what? What's? wouldn't that be an interesting world? I, I where... feel like people should tip me all the time. <laughs> like what jobs should get tipped that don't get tipped? Doctors, lawyers? Oh, absolutely. I mean, they're already getting a, a a pretty penny, but they're getting that pretty penny either way. Like if they save their if they save your life or if they don't save your life or if they keep you out of jail or don't, like they're getting paid either way. I would like to think if uh if I died on the table, I would still leave a tip for that doctor. I, think, uh, <laughs> I would like to think that. I'd only give him a tip if I got saved. <laughs> you know, I don't think I'd give him a tip if I died. <laughs> He tried his best. Give him 20%. That's going to be part of my will. Allocation for the tip for this doctor. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He tried his best. And and then there's like that gray area of like, you know, certain people tip like their mailman. And then other people are like, what the hell would you do that for? See, that's one I think that's one I think that do- would deserve a tip, dude. They, mm-hmm. um, I mean, they keep you away from anthrax. Yeah. You know, they make sure that you, uh, you know, you get your porn safely. True. You get your porn through the mail, Daryl. What the fuck is going on? Here? <laughs> yeah. You know, Netflix. I have uh, mail ordered porn. <laughs> oh shit. No, remember back in the day? Uh, I don't know. I mean, you're kind of young. You're ten years younger than me. But uh, I was. I remember my on my 18th birthday, my uncle got me a subscription to Playboy. Right. You know, you become a man now. You get to see some titties, even though like obviously I've. I already had a few, you know, 
stashed under my bed already. But you know, now it's like, oh, sweet, this is official. Like I can, I'm allowed to have this, and yeah. <laughs> I'm allowed to be shamed. <laughs> but so like every month, you know, you would get one, but it would always like be in like just like you know Manila Manila envelope. Oh, yeah. And discreet, you know, it wouldn't just have like written on the front like Playboy titties. <laughs> isn't, that, isn't that part of like the process though? Just the peeling of it? It's like in this, uh, in, yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's the thing, like, obviously, all the dirt bags that knew what was inside, like, obviously, weren't like, what is this package? Yeah. Hmm, must be some just documents, <laughs> must be like a Bible that they're sending out nowadays. <laughs> No, no they all knew. <laughs> but now, obviously, yeah, with the internet, and you don't have to worry about that. And it's another thing, too. It's, like, all on demand. Like, back then, it was like, oh, I had to wait f- to get off. You had to wait for the postman, oh, and yeah. then afterwards, you could then get off. <laughs> but not till not until then. I didn't, uh, I didn't, it wasn't, I, I wasn't tasteful enough to, to get Playboy. It was penthouse in my house. Right. Uh, yeah. I always felt that that was a little bit more, you know, you oh, know yeah. what real men wanted. It was the next level. The, none of the articles, <clears throat> none of, it was all assholes, you know. It always seemed like Playboy, uh, nowadays, when I look back at it, it seemed like more chicks were into it than, than dudes. You know, dudes were wanting porn. You know, they wanted, like, to see penetration. They wanted to see, like, the filthy, you know, spread eagles and all that other stuff that Playboy or that penthouse and and Hustler would have. But Playboy was all, like, artsy and, like, oh, we're going to not show the, like, we'll show a little bit of the bush, but not the labia and the, you know, whole thing. We're just going to, it's going to be nice. You know, you could, you could look at this, you know, while, you know, you're visiting your grandma. Yeah. And and it's (laughs) like, and in in between the bush, there's a fucking, like, Stephen King novella, fucking. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. And some, you know. Some cartoons. Cartoons that you're like, I don't find this funny. No, no, there's a message here, but I'm not getting it. It's a cartoon, so I think it's supposed to be funny, but it's not. But I remember one time I busted out a Playboy on an airplane for the articles. Like, I genuinely wanted to read this article. It was like a 20 questions with uh, Kevin Smith, I think. Oh, nice. Some Something like that. Some director that I was like, oh, wow, I'm really interested. And then, of course, like, is the moment I, like, crack it open, like, the stewardess or flight attendant, it's like, uh, excuse me, sir, like, <laughs> you can't read this or you can't have this out in the middle of an airplane. It's like, what? Like, I'm reading it for the articles. Do you see any titties exactly. right now? Like, Do you see my dick out? <laughs> yeah. Like, give me five minutes yeah, and then yeah. maybe we'll come back to, like, but... Even then, it was like an almost empty flight. It was late at night. Yeah, it was like, stop riding me, lady. Like, go f- find somebody else to bug. Hey, hey, <laughs> hey. Yeah, it's not a letter to penthouse. Yeah. It's. <laughs> Do you ever read those? Did you ever read those? Honestly, they had legit cartoons. They had some legit funny cartoons, but outside of that, I didn't understand them. I didn't. You never. Them. But you, did you read like the like the forum, the penthouse forums? Honestly, no. Where I, they had like stories coming in from users about like, okay. oh yeah, I, you know, I ran into my neighbor and then not we just in, fucked. Not in uh, penthouse. I uh, are you familiar with the magazine Easy Writers? Yes. Okay. Yes. And I would read the fuck out of all the uh, the. I would actually read that magazine. Like the tits and, were just mm-hmm. just. The, Mm-hmm. icing on the fucking cake um, and what kind of stories would those be like the straight the straight up like it's just we bag. met at a bus stop and yeah, then she started sucking my dick dirtbag fucking biker stories it's, <laughs> it's fucking great 
I could understand that. Like that was the only time I felt like I was really like like almost a chick. <laughs> where like you know, I was getting off by words. Yeah. <laughs> like no visuals. It's I was like well written stuff. Though. Yeah, I was reading and it was getting me hot. <laughs> <laughs> yep. Now it's not like like I remember I was talking with I forget who I was talking to, but it was at like an open mic and I was like lamenting like remember when you could just think of a boob and it would get you like hard no (laughs) (laughs) never no (laughs) now it's like you gotta like watch it and you gotta really like think about it you gotta really get yourself in that mode no that boob's gotta be going into another orifice you know what i'm saying (laughs) what kind of porn are you watching (laughs) boob orifice porn fuck (laughs) oh man I've definitely thought to myself lately, like, you know, am I the only one that thinks I'm funny? (laughs) (laughs) Like, because I make myself laugh all the time. Like, you know, you think of stuff in the car and you're like, man, that's funny. And you say it on stage and it dies and you're like, oh, because every comic or everything, everybody always goes like, you know, write for you, write for yourself, like, you know, do it for you. And I'm like, I... The only one I'm doing it for is me, and yeah. that sucks. <laughs> <laughs> I don't want to be the only one laughing at my jokes. <laughs> yeah. Do you remember your first joke? Like your first set? I do. I, I remember the very first joke I said into a microphone. <laughs> <laughs> can you can you tell it to us right I now? I can. I can. I uh oh fuck, how did I phrase it? I recently quit smoking. I started uh, smoking, e- I started vaping, you know, the e-cigarettes, but right. I feel like I'm missing something, you know. I feel like I'm getting away with something. So now on when I take a hit, I'm going to have somebody punch me in the throat every time. <laughs> that was my first joke. <laughs> and did it get a laugh? It got a laugh. The The tag that I had lined up right afterward got nothing, and the next three minutes mm. were fucking awful. <laughs> <laughs> and it was downhill from there. It was there. so bad. But I did, I did. I got a laugh on my very first joke. And nice. It was, uh, I mean, the whole experience the first time was, was weird. I, we were talking about it a little bit earlier. Yeah. Um, yeah, the first place I did it was in a coffee shop, mm-hmm. Rock Paper Coffee, right across the street from Nerd Melt. I had come out um, the week before, actually, on, um, on Memorial Day. Yeah. And uh, I had tried to hit up Sal's Comedy Hole. Yes. Their mic was shut down that day. Mm-hmm. So I went over to Nerd Melt, put my name in the bucket, didn't get pulled. Right. Thankfully. Yeah, thankfully that was that's a tough room. I've been there a few times. Okay, and you've actually done the. Uh, I the got mic. picked. Yeah. Oh fuck. <laughs> I got picked and yeah, bombed. Heavily. Oh shit. You know, it was three minutes of just. <clears throat> yeah. <clears throat> and that's a big room. There's there's a lot of people yeah. in there. Yeah, totally. And that's my problem is that, I the first few mics I went I went to a lot of big rooms. Like I didn't start in like the. You know, the open mics that had just four other comics waiting to get yeah. on stage. <laughs> I went on, like, you know, Anchor Bar and, oh, yeah, shit. Nerd Melt and those, you know, yeah. Comedy Store. Like, yep. because those were the big clubs that were online. Yeah. You know, a lot of other, like, l- smaller mics weren't. I didn't know the Comedy Bureau yet. I didn't, okay, like, Bureau. I wasn't on Facebook pages yep. or anything. So I was looking up just things that I could find online. And Openmics.org? Was that the purple website? Did you <laughs> yeah. <the> fucking <laughs> yeah. bookmarked? Yep, yep, <laughs> definitely. 
and uh, you know Matt Cole's website oh, and yeah, stuff. Yeah, absolutely. But that's the thing. Like those bigger mics, I wasn't prepared. I was totally like, "Oh yeah, this ain't funny." No. And you're trying to make it sound like it's funny. Like this is this wasn't even going to make the four guys at the dead mic laugh. Yeah. <laughs> Let alone the the fifty people that are here hoping for stuff. Yeah, I I'm really glad I did not get pulled at Nerd Melt because the stuff that I was gonna go up with that mm-hmm. night was not even nearly as refined as the shit I did go up with right. and ate fucking dick for four yeah. minutes for. <laughs> so and that would have been in front of much more people because rock paper it's just a comic mic, you know. Yes. It, it's a workout room. It's literally right across the street from Nerd Melt, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and um. Yeah, I mean, it went about as well as it could have went. You know, I, I got some laughs. They were very supportive. Right. Um, you know, the host, um, the guy, the guy's name, Josh Waldron. Um, yeah. He's uh, he's involved with roast, but I don't know what the fuck he does now. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, he not Josh Waldrop. Not Josh Waldrop. Uh, yeah. Not the Doll Hut. Yeah, the um, other guy. The other guy. <laughs> the other Josh Wal- <laughs> Waldron. It's very similar. That, that's yeah. kind of fucking weird, dude. It's literally one letter off. Um, but, you know, Josh, he was a fucking sweetheart. Like, I tried to stop my set a minute and a half in yeah. because I was done. I was like, yo, yeah. fuck this. And he, he saw that I had my notes, and he was like, you know, that's that's three pages of notes. That's yeah. a lot of notes for a minute and a half. And he made me finish my set. And, I <laughs> It, it, I, I, uh, you know, I fucking, I, uh, I appreciate that. You know, like if I wouldn't have finished that set, I don't know if I would have done stand up again. Mm. You know, <laughs> that happened to me when I was at Sal's comedy hole. Uh, yeah. yeah, it was like one of the first times, maybe the second or third time I was ever on stage. And, uh, yeah, like the first minute, you know, I just was sucking a big dick and like, I got so just dejected and just fell flat that I was just wanting to just end it, you know? But then, like, I still had two or three minutes left, and, yeah, they Sal was like, no, dude, you ain't leaving. Like, <laughs> finish your set. Like, I don't care how shitty it is. Oh, that's hilarious. <laughs> and, and, yeah, it didn't get better, but it made me feel like, okay, at least this person's trying to be somewhat supportive. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and that's a huge, huge fucking yeah. thing. Yeah, it's hard. Like, and that's that was the first, like, big realization that i got when i was doing this for a few months you know first couple months in you're you're thinking to yourself like i'm gonna meet all these great guys or they're gonna help and we're all gonna be in this together and it's like nah dude (laughs) (laughs) you're gonna meet a bunch of dudes that they're not gonna be dicks but they're not gonna help and they're not gonna be like oh that did that guy did great let me befriend him. Like you're going to find friendships and stuff like that, but it's, it's just a, a different beast, you know, it like definitely is there. It's not like, like you're doing a play together no. or that you're like, you know, no, like not, in a choir together yeah, you or guys some join shit. A fucking CrossFit class. Like yeah. we're going to see each other. No, people pass each other it's up like in this shit. We're all, all piranhas. Like we're not eating yeah. each other, but we're not helping one another. No, you, gotta, you, you gotta fucking eat though. Like, yeah. Don't yeah. cannibalize, but yeah, like we're not eating each other, but we're not like you know sharing. Sharing, yeah, <laughs> yeah. That, that's not necessarily true. Though. There's a lot of really fucking. No, I agree. Yeah, yeah, I agree. But, but no, I get what you're saying, 100. percent And it's tough, like because I, it took me a while to figure that out. And like at first, I would like held like, man, these guys are just a bunch of dicks. But then I'm like, wait a minute, like shut the f- like. It's not about you. Like, no. they don't know you. Like, right. stop worrying about your ego and these people. Like, and then as soon as I 
took all that shit and barriers out and all these preconceived notions, suddenly now it's like everybody, you know, the people I do know are cool. The people I don't know, I, you know, I end up turning into being cool. It's like, I don't think I've ran into one dick ever. (laughs) Yeah. I I can't think of anybody that I I actively dislike to the point Mm -hmm. where it's like fucking, I'm thinking about that. No, it's... No, it, it, it's fairly cool. And a lot of it is, uh, a lot with the older guys, it's like they see people come and go all the time. Totally. Why are they going to invest in some dude who's not going to fucking yeah, be here next week? Totally, exactly. Like, And the amount of people that probably, yeah, become open micers and that are still doing it a year later is probably, what, 5% Shit, maybe? I, I don't even know, dude. I've seen people show up and I'm like, God damn, that dude was funny and he's never there again. Yeah. It's like, what the fuck? But then you see other guys that probably weren't as funny. <laughs> me. Me. <laughs> and they're there all the time. <laughs> but eventually, that's the thing. Like, I'd like to think, you know, even though there got, might be guys that have raw talent, they don't hone the talent. They don't utilize the talent. Yeah. And they never become anything. Yeah. But then they have other guys that aren't maybe as talented, but have the, the discipline yeah. and the work ethic. Yep. And then they become a Dane Cook or a Kevin Hart. You do see, and you hear about it all the time. It's like you listen to a lot of comedy podcasts. Yeah, right? you hear about those stories all the time. People who start out where they say, "Okay, that guy wasn't funny. Why the fuck is he still doing it?" And then eventually they become a fucking monster. Mm-hmm. Like and, and because they just worked. stopped or didn't stop, didn't stop doing yeah. it. Keep showing up. That's like that's like the the number one rule. Just mm-hmm. keep showing up. But I will admit, like at some point, you do have to have a joke. I yeah, mean, you do have to have yeah. something. Yeah, like, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I shit on yeah, just Kevin Hart and Dane Cook, but they are funny. I mean, they do have jokes. Maybe certain people don't find it funny, but there are enough people that find it funny. You know, they he, they did find audiences. That's what I'm still looking for is audiences. Audience. <laughs> <laughs> when I first did comedy, because I I kind of got in it a different way where. A uh, buddy of mine, Eric Escobar, I don't know if you know him. I, I met him uh, <laughs> last Wednesday. Yeah, at the yeah. library. Yeah. 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 And uh, he hit me up to do a book show, and that was the thing. Like, my first open mic or my first entrance into comedy was a book show. Oh, shit. So it was like... That was your very first one. Yeah. Holy shit. <laughs> Over at the improv space. Wow. <laughs> uh, you know, and I think it's near Westwood or something like that. Anyway, and it's like, I got a unrealistic like, oh, this is what comedy is? Cool, because that's the thing. I got a book show. I had enough of a material in my head at the beginning to think like, okay, like this is cool. I I think it kind of works. And, uh, you know, I went on stage and told it in front of a bunch of people that were waiting for comedy. So now I'm thinking like, oh, every audience is like this. <laughs> <laughs> nope. And then, yeah, the next eight or 12, like, mics were like, you know, what a normal open mic is. Holding fucking customers hostage. <laughs> <laughs> and just dead, just people are there. It's like, I'm either going to go to this bar or kill myself with the flip of this coin. Oh, shit. <laughs> oh I guess I it landed tails. I guess I'm going to the bar. <laughs> And that's what your audience members yeah. are. And all of a sudden, there's a <laughs> now microphone. You're trying to, yeah, now you're trying to tell dick jokes to yeah. them. And they're like, dude, I was going to kill myself 20 minutes ago. <laughs> well, this is Okay, I mentioned I was reading Marty's blog earlier today. His new one that he came out with fucking addresses this 100%. Like, 
the people that are there, like, yep. I, I never thought about this, but, like, library sets make a lot more sense now. Definitely. It's like, those guys are not there to see comedy. They're and, there to study. Yeah, they're there <laughs> to study. They're there to fucking, they're out of their house. They're trying to get away from something, and now you're here, and they're not reacting to your jokes. Mm-hmm. Okay, because they're a fucking person, and this is this is weird. And even if they react, the biggest reaction will be a... <laughs> yeah. <laughs> hey, that's a good dude. They yeah. were not expecting to fucking laugh. <laughs> You're never gonna get a whoa, <laughs> whoa, man. That guy is funny. Speak for yourself, bro. Yeah, yeah maybe that's the thing. Maybe my material. <laughs> I've never gotten that. I liked last Wednesday. Speaking of last Wednesday, yeah. when you were on stage uh-huh. and you were talking about that dick bit of uh-huh. how you measure it. Oh yeah, <laughs> is that a new bit? That that is a new one. <laughs> I like that. Suffice it to say, I'm a sucker for dick jokes. Dick jokes. <laughs> I'm a big fan of them. I have this joke about, I mean, I've told it on the podcast a lot, but it's this bit about uh, watching a transgender porn. Yeah. And uh, one night this lady came up to me and was totally just like, I don't like, like, that's offensive, like, blah, blah, blah. Like, why are you talking about transgenders this way? And I'm just like, are you transgender? Like, because I'm, I'm sorry or whatever. Like, I'm sorry I offended you. And she's like, I'm not transgender. Like, then I got, I offended her more, like, calling oh, her transgender. <laughs> well, what does that say about you? That you get so, so fucking hot and bothered if somebody thinks you're a tranny. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. It's like, you're offended that I'm telling a tranny joke, but you're not a tranny. And then you get offended that I thought you were a tranny. <laughs> really like, prejudiced. which is it, lady? Who's prejudiced here? Are you, yeah, uh, cool with the trannies or not <laughs> i'm cool with the trannies but then i i always uh i thought to myself like how many people are now in this day and age in this society like getting offended for other people you know you're it's not like you're offended oh, it's yeah. that like you're thinking to yourself if somebody out in this world would get offended by this now i gotta say something about it yeah like I'm thinking of magical people that are getting offended by something, even though nobody in this room is, and it's really not me either. I just got to speak for everybody in the world. Yeah. <laughs> I don't get that. Like, it, what do they call that? That social justice yeah, warriors. Social justice warriors. <laughs> it's that needs to get it out. Of, <laughs> that needs to go the way of the dodo. <laughs> I, I I see a lot on Facebook. Uh, it, it's pretty prevalent amongst uh, comedians, but I don't see it too much outside of maybe I just hang out with dirtbags who really don't care yeah. about, about, <laughs> about the issues. But the only people I ever see um, talking about that in my own circle are comedians. Honestly, mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I, I nobody outside of this gives a fuck about transgender bathrooms any of that shit you know? nah and no what's it, it's like what are it's, it's an extra bathroom okay fuck it and i would i would like a different bathroom if especially if that bathroom is now going to be cleaner than the other oh, two shit. genders yeah, i'll go in the fucking tranny bathroom if, yeah uh, like i'll call myself a tranny if i don't have to step in piss when i go to the exactly, bathroom <laughs> exactly. i i would also like to just be now labeled something like it almost <laughs> seems like i have like no cool label. Like, it's just, like, generic, straight, white guy. Like, yeah. like you're what the, like, 
you're, if I was an action figure, I would be like the action figure that just doesn't even get a name. It's just like, you know, Stormtrooper. No, it's like the base <laughs> figure, and then like you buy the accessories and shit. Look, mm-hmm. you can dress them up as anything. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we're the base. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and there's no accessories no. to us. No life social accessories. No. I want a social accessory. <laughs> <laughs> like, what would be your social accessory? Uh, I suppose mental illness, but th- that's right. one that people love to right. fucking ride so hard, and I don't like it, man. It's like, I well, am who I am. You can almost diagnose yourself as anything nowadays. Yeah, yeah, like, absolutely. you know, if you had a bad day, suddenly you yeah, can yeah, say, yeah. I'm suddenly, bipolar. Exactly, or, exactly. Or yeah. I have, uh, you know, PTSD, and you're like, have you served in the military? No, but I almost saw somebody, you know, die at a, you know, tragic uh, firework accident once. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> You should have. <laughs> yeah, like, you're lucky. Like, if anything, like, you should have died with him. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, when did, like, just being in the world become a syndrome? Like, yeah. <laughs> Honestly, I don't know where it started, but I wasn't really... Okay, well, actually, I started noticing it in high school um, when they started telling us to stop using the word lame. And, yeah... <laughs> Really? That's a that's that a trigger word. Them. That was one of the fucking and this was in 2009. So this is before trigger word was even a fucking phrase. Mm-hmm, and they were mm-hmm. telling us, you know, lame. That that's a that that is offensive to cripples. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's not how they to said the it. lame. Exactly. <laughs> um, that, that's probably the first indicator that I was would, going that way. I would uh, contest that if it was said in the bible it can be said true like if it's hey, the bible said a lot of shit that i'm not necessarily down with though daryl <laughs> they talked about there. slavery they and did. and the uh and a lot of things yeah lots. like being able to stone your wife yes. if she's on her period oh i did not i wasn't aware of that <laughs> yeah you you can do that you're you're allowed to if, i'm uh, i'm on board with something the bible says <laughs> oh, cut that out please yeah <laughs> I never thought that I had to think about this stuff that much where it's like you always thought like, oh, it's just about the jokes. And then it's like, no, it's not just about the jokes. It is about like the hustle, the yep. the, the commitment, the networking, all of it plays like into, you know, becoming a successful comedian. Yeah. And I always felt like, oh, no, you just come up with a couple of fart jokes. And then, you know, an agent just rolls in and says, hey, I like those fart jokes. Why okay. don't you uh, get paid now? All right. So before you got into stand up, but for me, the big thing was podcasts letting me know, oh, this is the process of it. Bef- mm. Before I started listening to podcasts, I assumed it was something that you like went to school for. You learned to write <laughs> fucking jokes. You went to comedy school. <laughs> yeah. And uh, and then I didn't the, the the concept of the open mic never it never mm, I, mm. I never it never occurred to me like oh people go up there and tell fucking jokes that's where they try mm. it it was like open mics that's music that's poetry that's yeah it's everything but comedy everything but comedy mm. yeah I I did learn about open mics a little later yeah I wish I knew like yeah when I was eighteen I knew what stand ups yeah. were. And obviously, you know, wanted to be one. Yeah. But yeah, like you said, I didn't know like, oh, this is how you become yeah. one. You go and do these stupid, you know, dive bars for two years or no. eight years. <laughs> it seems like something like the Comedy Store offers the, uh, you know, that that program, mm-hmm. where the the Poly Shore, the Sandy yes. Shore program. And, they, uh, and they, a lot of 
bigger clubs do that. Yeah. And I just figured that that was how it went. Like, you want to be a comedian, mm-hmm. go to a fucking comedy club, learn how to do it. And I always felt like, too, being a little cynical that, like, oh, that's just, like, them duping people into giving them 120 bucks or whatever. And we'll teach you, like, you know, some rudimentary five-minute set that we teach everybody. <laughs> but it's just a glorified way of just getting some money out of you. Yeah. But that's the thing. Like, I've talked to a few comics, and they've done stand-up, not school, like a, you know, formalized the education classes. thing. Classes. Yeah. They've taken stand-up classes, and they are doing pretty well. Yeah, Some, you know? sometimes that's what you need to get you into the game. It's, mm-hmm. it's like, I need And it this gives little... you the confidence yeah, of, exactly. like, being on stage and having people laugh and yeah. not laugh. Like, in a almost a more nurturing environment it's it's way more nurturing there, there's i always look like i didn't i didn't consider it before i went into it once i figured okay i want to do comedy it was going to be open mics because that that's what what all the podcasters were saying this is how you do it yeah and i always looked down on it but at the same time you know maybe i mean if that was my my entrance to stand up that wouldn't have been a bad entrance you know a supportive hmm. crowd a fucking, you know, I don't know, because on one hand it is kid gloves, but at the right. same time I think, it's like you said, there are good comics that come out of there, so yeah. sometimes that's what some people need. Well, you know, I talk shit on it, but on the other hand, I think it's ultimately that I didn't have 120 bucks. Yeah, exactly, exactly, it. yeah, it was not an option, so. <laughs> like, I'm trying to tell myself, like, eh, it's not that great, and you're like, really, I don't want to tell myself, eh, it's because you're poor. No, I can make it. I can make it five miles up to the street to fucking the library. But um, no, I don't oh, have twenty dollars for class. I just love, and I I've always said this from day one is like I wish I could be a, you know, like a musician in the sense of like, you know, in the open mic scene. I'm just going to go up with covers. I'm going to tell a bunch of Carlin bits, (laughs) some Doug Stanhope, and then call it a day. And then people are going to laugh because it's like, oh, yeah, he said those jokes. Like, we don't care that they were some other person's jokes. It's an open mic. Like a musician. Like, you know, you can play two Journey songs and people are going to be like, sweet, man, that guy played some sweet Journey. They're not going to be like, covers. "Uh, (laughs) hey, like. That wasn't your song, fucker. Like you I'll know. take it a step further, dude. I prefer covers to the original versions right. of the songs. Like I'm a fucking nerd in that way, dude. Because it's maybe a new version, maybe yeah. a new arrangement. Give, give me a fucking <laughs> hardcore punk version of this shitty pop mm-hmm, song, and mm-hmm. I will fucking yeah. Totally, <laughs> totally. I'm the same way. But with comedy, you can't. It's no. the one rule is it has to be your own. Yeah, you have to say your own stuff. Like. And, it, but, it's not even like jokes either. It, it's similar, just mm-hmm. premises, similar fucking. Right. You know, like everybody has this life experience. If you don't have something 100% original, shut the fuck up. Yeah, I always feel like at this stage in my life, like, you know, people are always giving Amy Schumer so much shit for stealing jokes and whatnot. And now I'd always be like, man, I wish Amy Schumer would steal one of my jokes. Yeah. <laughs> like, like, oh, man, to have her steal a joke from me. Now I'd feel like that would give me some validation. Like, <laughs> If I could be in one of those parallel thinking videos. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs> no kidding. Yeah, I don't, it's it's interesting how uh, I think that's why there's so many denominations is because like you know everybody just loves to pick and choose, yeah, exactly. 
it's like, oh, I love this whole overall thing, except when I say love, I really mean I like 20% of it. <laughs> and I'm just going to believe in that 20%. But as long as I believe in 20, I'll say that I believe in all of it. Yeah. At least at parties. Yeah. <laughs> I I want to meet... I, I wish I could meet more comedians that genuinely believed in God or just anything, you know, because I always feel like it's, you know, kind of par for the course that you're going to be a person that's kind of questioning it more than like, no, I, I'm in. I'm in. <laughs> this all, all this sounds good to me. <laughs> you should be questioning. I don't, I don't think anybody has the answers and if you think you do i mean you, you've got an ego mm-hmm, you've got mm-hmm. some, i mean you got to deal with that well it's always funny to me too because like the the more people that i know that that believe in it are the people that haven't read the whole thing true like yeah. if you read the whole thing suddenly you're like wait uh, nah yeah like but if you just get told like hey this god is existing and it's in this book but don't worry i'll read it for you that's when people are like, oh, I can buy that. You can just tell me what it, what all this means, and I can just pick and choose what I want. <laughs> Sounds good. Yeah. yeah. I find that sometimes it, it's tough to talk about it, but I always want to talk about it. <laughs> oh, like on stage or just? Yeah, on just, stage yeah. or just in life. Like, But, yeah, it gets to a point where I can tell you know people are checked out or they're yeah. just like, dude, shut up. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, where do you fall in it? Are you an uh, are you an atheist or I I wouldn't say I'm I'm an atheist. I would say I'm more on that side of just I don't know. Like right. you know, would I want there to be a god? Sure, I guess if it meant like that there was some cool afterlife, I guess. But I don't know. Like it's so subjectionable and so weird to say like this entity is judging you based on what like some predetermined like way of how to live your life. I mean, if you want to say, do I believe in the golden rule? Yeah, yeah, that sounds good. But do you need to believe in a God for that? No, no, you should. And you shouldn't have to. But I mean, I, I feel like people just have it in their lives because you're told it from an early age. And when you're at an early age, you probably need to be told it because how else are you going to get in line? If you're just, a nihilist from the get-go. Yeah. You know, if you're told like, oh yeah, there's no point to this. You can murder somebody and it doesn't matter. Or you could rape some chick and it doesn't, you're not going to, you know, there's not going to be a consequence. Then of course, like we're going to have mass chaos in the world. (laughs) Daryl, I think there's a middle ground in between uh, (laughs) religion and anarchy. There is, but when you're young or when you're impressionable or when you're not educated, it's almost like you need a father figure or some sort of like parental entity to give you a consequence. Like if you do this, I'm going to spank you in the worldly sense of you're going to hell (laughs) instead of getting a spanking. You know, people, people say, uh, some people say um, that religion is kind of what we required as a species to keep in line. Like you're saying, right. Um, Something to keep us from fucking killing each other because you know, all of human history is just us killing and taking. And I mean, I could see it, you know, I, I, I don't know what else it would have taken, you know, to get us on this path, but I, I can definitely see religion being that fucking, you know, that. And, and you can see like, especially with it, every culture comes up with their own religion. Yeah. It's almost like they're, that's the one like universal thing is that. Is we know we need something to keep us in line. Yeah. Yeah. 
other than just ourselves yeah. because nobody's listening yeah, to just exactly. ourselves. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> In a perfect world, it'd be nice to like just have con- like control over your own. Like I don't know. Like you just you just know. Like when did you just think? to yourself like okay i'm not gonna kill somebody because i don't want to go to hell but that it's just not the right wrong thing thing. yeah Yeah. (laughs) like when do you come to that conclusion like i honestly i i wouldn't be able to put put an age on it but and do you think you could come up with that conclusion without god like i think you i would be able to i think i would be able to if i had kids i don't but if i had kids i felt like i could tell them like hey don't kill somebody please yeah and they go well why and you go because it's not right (laughs) like because that person should be living (laughs) well here's an interesting question um not necessarily religion but do you think somebody would need just a figure there somebody to tell them like listen this is wrong and maybe just get the idea in their head maybe just implanted or do you think people just kind of come to that to them on their own i don't know i mean it might not be taught because i mean if you look at like the animal kingdom like there's a symbiosis to that yeah. like there's like yeah you see tigers killing tigers but for the most part they're not killing yeah. each other and they're killing other things to, true. but obviously they're not thinking like oh i probably shouldn't kill that tiger because i want to go to tiger heaven oh, shit but we don't know we don't know how Maybe. conscious these motherfuckers i don't are. know like <laughs> <laughs> i'm 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 almost thinking like it in, a, in an animalistic form it is like i probably wouldn't have to be told don't kill that person but if i was threatened i would probably instinctually go well i probably have to kill this guy now <laughs> shit okay and do you think religion okay i've i'm just sure this for question. survival yeah. you know how do you think that impacts somebody who is religious and has been brought up saying like this is the worst fucking thing i can do is killing somebody mm-hmm. you know and it's also you need to turn the other cheek that's the other that's the other big oh, one right. so how does somebody feel if they get in that situation where like, oh, okay, I'm going to die or this guy is. Yeah. I think your instincts kind of take over the, you know, dude. They know we're podcast. <laughs> yeah. They... <laughs> Stop talking about Stop God it. damn it. But that is weird. She did. Do you think, or do you think it is all parallel thinking? To be completely honest, um, j- just having done this for, a, you know, I, I haven't been doing it that long, but in a year and a half, I have come across premises of mine where it's like, oh, okay, somebody yeah. else is doing that, and it's like I can tell you, I'm not fucking stealing from anybody. I'm, I agree. I'm, I'm writing fucking what I'm thinking, and yeah, sometimes it comes out. And with somebody like Amy Schumer, she she's on such a higher level, and she has writers. Mm-hmm. Like that, she's pretty upfront that totally. she has fucking writers, especially for her show. Yeah, exactly. So who knows where? And especially with somebody as busy as her, like mm-hmm. you can't really just check every single premise that comes in from your fucking writers. Like, yep. has you know, is this a Patrice O'Neill bit? You know, is this right. fucking no? She's busy as fuck. I get it. But on the other hand. On the other hand, we're we're writing jokes here, like. and it's pretty. But it is pretty fishy that it's so verbatim. Yeah, you know, it's one thing like, oh, they're both talking about airplane food versus like, uh, he said this sentence, and then you said that exact same sentence yeah. later. Yeah, <laughs> that's where you're like, uh, wait, what? Yeah, <laughs> but that sort of exists in stand up, kind of like like hacky shit, mm-hmm. hacky shit, right? Is, w- certain hack, yeah. certain premises are going to be so broad, you're going to be like. Dude, 
I'm not even a comic, and I thought that. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Uh, I actually um, I run jokes by by just people in my you know daily life, right? Non comics, right. and, and I literally. And had do somebody- you tell them like? This hey hey I'm working on this or do exactly, you try yeah. to like go this is new uh, guys this is new <laughs> <laughs> um, but, or do you just work it into a normal conversation no I, I I will just fucking say listen I I wrote this today I want to know if there's anything here mm. and literally the other day I, I told my uh, my brother's girlfriend a joke she's like dude I I could have written that and I was mm. like fuck mm. <laughs> okay yeah mm. definitely don't fucking say that yep yep because. <laughs> I do it the other way where I do it more coyly where I don't say like, Hey guys, I've been working on this joke. Is this, is this funny? I'll just go like, Oh, wait for the moment where, you know, my parents start talking about Obama and then I'll bring in my Obama joke that I've been thinking about. Sometimes it goes over well, but other times they're like, uh, was that a joke? Or was that like, (laughs) like, are you trying that for your act or something? Are these your views? No, no. Uh, uh, I wasn't just, trying a, a new bit oh so you're saying like, oh okay so like if it doesn't get a good reaction like yeah oh fuck yeah no yeah. that definitely wasn't a joke <laughs> or like yeah it'll just be a normal conversation and then it doesn't go over well and they go like i hope you don't say that on stage and i'm like oh i'm not no, i never. wasn't I, I just thought of that right now like, <laughs> i've been thinking about that and trying to test it on you <laughs> What I've been battling with now is like, is this a joke that just didn't work with this crowd, or is this just a joke that's not funny? <laughs> and and it's that's a fucking tough one because it's like, okay, so I'm gonna go out tomorrow night and do right? I work this into my fucking set? Is it worth it? Yeah. And I think it's just how funny it was to you. Maybe that gives it okay. Maybe I should try this more than once mm-hmm. because mm-hmm. definitely the the crowds for sure that can totally play a part. If you're trying new material and it's just not a fucking crowd that's into it. Yeah. That could be the death of a joke that, you know, shouldn't have died. But when does it get to the point where it's like, okay, you've said this eight times, bro. And it never works. Yeah. (laughs) Like I kept doing this impression of Kermit the frog and it was Kermit the frog rapping. And I thought it was a decent impression and people would always tell me, Oh yeah, that's a decent Kermit the frog. But when I went into the rap, they're like, yeah, but the rap isn't that great, okay, bro. Yeah, like, yeah. like, dude, like, who cares a shit about <laughs> You got the voice right. <laughs> <laughs> but what was soul crushing was is like, oh, really? Because I thought the rap was the cool part. Like, <laughs> like I was almost going to do the rap, but then I was like, oh, I can't just rap being myself. No, I was like, like fuck, <laughs> fuck this comedy shit. I'm a rapper now, dude. <laughs> I, I can spit bars, bro. been in that situation fortunately where i've had to like fight for my life or to party (laughs) but no i would i would say like if i was put to that situation i probably wouldn't think to myself like well what's the bigger moral in this or what's like you know the the right thing to do in this situation i think in the right situation is to survive yeah (laughs) yeah it takes probably a real badass to just go like, you know, I could fight back, but uh, I know where I'm going after this, so just kill me if you want. Oh, fuck. Because <laughs> <laughs> that's the weird thing that I love about every person, even the people that do believe, is they're not trying to get to heaven any quicker. You know, they're not thinking like, oh, wow, there's an afterlife? That sounds, that literally is all these things I've been imagining or being told. 
Well, if that's the case, why not let's die tomorrow? Yeah. Come on, man. Who wants to be around yeah. here? Like, who fucking... Oh, man, I got a mortgage and a fucking kid that hates me. Like, fuck that. I want to go to heaven. <laughs> yeah. But no, they don't think that. They just go like, well, someday I'll go to heaven, yeah. but I still want to be a human for the as long as I can. Yeah. I think uh, I think uh, religion is good for conditioning people. For I, Yeah, Christian, it's control. It, yeah. It's... Well, but in a... What I'm uh, Christianity in particular, it's a lot of you need to be guilty, shame, you know, shame, and I think it's a good way to to prepare people for you know you know how life is. Mm-hmm. How, you know, it's not just a fucking. Uh, where am I going with this? <laughs> it's not it's a let, party. It's letting, yeah, it, this isn't just a party. So maybe maybe tone it down a bit. Yeah. You know. Well, I mean, that's half of the stories in the Bible is like they're having like Sodom and Gomorrah and all these other places that were, you know, doing so many things that were like, whoa, 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 you need to tone it down. Yeah. Like this, and like they're, they're having know, so much fun. You're going to get the cops called on yeah. you and the cops being God. Yeah. <laughs> but could you have people not get to that level without God? Just knowing like, hey, you know. There's no boogeyman saying you can't do this, but you probably shouldn't because yeah. it's just not that cool to do. <laughs> yeah. I don't know. Did we have morals before religion? I I would assume. Not, I would assume, yeah. Like, I mean, there had to have been because we're here. Yeah. <laughs> like, the the human race didn't die off before religion got here. It was still a – it was here, but then somehow maybe somebody saw, like, some – like. Like, hey, if we keep going down a path, maybe someday the humans won't be here. So maybe we should stop or kind of control it. But I don't know. Like, I I find it so funny because people, they get so like, this is the way, this isn't the way. You know, it's always like there's so many people that have certainty. And I've never been that person. I've never been like, I got all the answers. I have all, if As soon as I think I got one answer... Eight more questions come out of my mind, and then now I'm like, I'm more confused. Yeah. <laughs> like, I thought I knew something, but now I'm just even more like, what? What? <laughs> like, I don't know. I appreciate convictions. I, I, I appreciate people who really believe what they're saying, but at the same time, like, so many things are just fucking nuanced. You know, you, you, you can't just put yourself in one camp and, and I, not consider the possibilities. I mean, I remember being in Catholic or Lutheran school, right and and it was straight up like I drove my priest insane because all I would do is go, why? Why? Just so, why? <laughs> just yeah. ask him. And he would just eventually go like, I don't know. Just fucking <laughs> just shut up. <laughs> like like to, he would get to a point where he's like, I don't know that answer, but stop bugging me or <laughs> stop asking or like, you know. But that was my thing that, like, well, if we don't know the answers, then this is BS. Yeah. Or if we know that this answer, like, contradicts this other answer, then that's BS too, bro. Yeah. (laughs) You can't, like, say that, like, in the Old Testament, uh, you shouldn't be doing this. Or, you know, it's good to kill your neighbor if he steals your ox. But then in the New Testament, you're like, yeah, but your neighbor still, you know, is a nice guy. So you probably shouldn't. Like, wait a minute. Wait. Earlier you said it was cool. Now it's not cool. (laughs) And maybe that's why we have two different full-on religions based on each book. But 
But the fact that there is two books brings up more questions like, why did we need another book? Oh, because people weren't following the first one. (laughs) Or it was too hard and people were like, fuck this. Yeah. Like, or they still wanted like an out. Like, because I feel like that's what Jesus is, is like the straight up like sorry button or the like the the reset where you can go like, oh, yeah, I fucked up, but. I said I was yeah, sorry, so... The, the first one was a little dark. Here's a, here's a little bit of reprieve for you guys. Because they realized, like, oh, you, nobody's perfect. Yeah. And no matter how much we try to tell people that they should be, you're still going to rape little boys and stuff and whatnot. <laughs> but if you apologize or repent, you're still good. Which I don't like. No, no, not at all. I, was I don't say. like. I don't like the <laughs> fact that, like, you know, technically Jeffrey Dahmer is in heaven because he, uh, you know, repented in prison. Like, please, fuck that. Please tell me that was a question you asked your Catholicism <laughs> teacher. <laughs> Why is Jeffrey Dahmer in heaven? <laughs> yeah, yeah. And then, of course, like half the people deep down would be like, "Fuck that! He ain't in my heaven." Oh, fuck. <laughs> okay, and then it goes back. You're picking and fucking choosing mm-hmm, what mm-hmm. you follow. And and if you do that, like to me, it's like if if you, that's the case, then I'm just gonna choose it all being bullshit. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's the thing I wish. Like I so wish that I could do all the things that black guys just take for granted. Like you know. Every black guy is just going to be assumed like, oh, yeah, he has a big dick. He can rap. (laughs) Just list off all the the stereotypes. But, like, as soon as you start to try to do those things, you automatically get hindered with those stereotypes, too. Like, you know, as soon as, like, I get a little, like, frisky on the dance floor, people are like, yeah, 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 dude, stop. You're a white boy. Calm down. Yeah, calm down. Like, And you're like, but what? I can't dance because I'm (laughs) white. Like... Like, well, how have I, how am I going to get better if nobody's letting me be, like, a dancer? <laughs> you shouldn't I mean, be practicing your dance moves on a dance floor. I'm just going <laughs> to put that out there. There's mirrors. I wish, though, that, like, you know, I could pop and lock and not get, like, shit for it. <laughs> no, you should be giving a shit anytime you even say the words pop and lock. <laughs> <laughs> don't you want to like what wish what do you wish that you could do i mean are there any things that like people are saying dude you're white you can't do that honestly i'm half mexican people I don't, i'm racial <laughs> i'm racially ambiguous people are i don't know people just tell me i shouldn't do a lot of things i don't think we, being white has anything to do with it <laughs> maybe um, it's because you're mexican <laughs> hey hey trump's america bro <laughs> Um, I mean, there's a ton of shit I wish I was better at. Um, I don't think any of it has to do with like, I'm being held back by like my race or Mm. anything like that Mm. or who I am as a person. Right. Maybe my personality for sure. Like I'm fucking like introverted as fuck and I wish I could change that. Yeah. Is that though? Like, you know, thinking about it now, is that like a, a genetic trait? Like being able a good dancer, (laughs) I don't think so. Like, why do like black people have the like original like the the soul? Like, they're automatically like, oh, they got rhythm. Like, 
are you just born with rhythm if you have like less melatonin in your skin? Melanin. Melanin. Melanin, Melatonin is in your brain. It's not. Well, probably both. It's true. (laughs) Unlocking both. Yeah. But it just fine like it's it's clearly not. It's just one is accepted like, oh yeah, you're you're allowed to or you're just brought up but, but people, with music or something. People break away from that all the time. True. Though. Eminem, you know, yeah. Yeah, it. yeah. Like, there are preconceived notions of people. And people, it's just whether or not you got the fucking nuts to say, fuck you. I'm going to do this. I guess that's my thing. I've never said, fuck you. I'm, <laughs> I'm going to dance. <laughs> no, you shouldn't. <laughs> <laughs> See, <That's, laughs> I've had a bunch of you in my life. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Like, calm down, white no, I, boy. I shouldn't either. I shouldn't Don't either. Is there anything that you wish you could do besides comedy? Like, if if you could dunk a basketball, would you be doing comedy? Or, or you know, anything else? Like, if I could get pussy. <laughs> if I got laid more, yeah, I would be yeah, definitely no, would not, not doing this. Would not be fucking spending my nights at open mics. No. Are you, are you single? I am. <laughs> I don't have to say that. It's not a bad thing. No. Like, I, I am. Why'd you bring that up? But it's like, but I'm looking at it as a bad thing. You know, oh. it's like I said, it goes back to how you see things, dude. Mm, it's because. Mm. Yeah, people look at me like, this fucking weirdo. You just got a fucking girlfriend. Like, yeah, no. Like, I don't, I don't give a shit what they say. It bothers me. That's what matters. Right. You know? Right. Yeah. I always find it funny with the people that are always on the, you know, the, the grass is always greener side. Like, yeah. you know, you always have the people that are together or or in a relationship and they're hoping that they're single and vice versa. You know, people are always like, ugh. Like, just be cool being you. Yeah. But you don't you don't wish it, that you could do any other you know like specific skills? be an astronaut or something. Um, I mean, shit, dude. I I, um, I guess you know, I wish I, I could do something more physically. Fucking you know, like acrobatics. Yeah, something something like that. Like something like I physically I do can't wish, do that. I so wish I could do a backflip. Yeah, no, something like, like that. Or a or back handstand or something, you know, like one of those, uh, you know, ninja moves. Yeah, that, that's nowhere in my genetics mm. is the ability to do a, mm. a back handstand. Um, Even off of like a diving board, I'd be like, oh, no, I'm going to do a belly flop for sure. Yeah. And I guess it just needs, you just need practice. Yeah. But even the times that I've, I don't know, there's always fear involved. Honestly, the, the, the biggest things I wish I could do are just personality wise. It's, if I could change this <laughs> about my personality, yeah, I'd be good. It, it's not, it's not like so much what? skills that I had. I don't know. Just introversion like, is a big one. Ah, uh, yeah, 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 yeah. To be the life of the party, that would be kind of oh, cool. Oh, yeah, yeah. We were talking about Burt Kreischer before we start this, you know, mm-hmm. like if I could fucking hold court, you know, yeah. that, that would be great, but. I find myself that way too, like, especially at open mics where there's like, you know, eight dudes yeah. and they're all standing around and, and throwing off the one-liners and stuff like that and i feel like i can throw out the one-liners but i'm not loud enough i'm not boisterous enough i'm not the guy that's gonna be like shut up everybody i got something funnier to say okay yeah and if i could wish that i had something it would be something like that for sure yeah more of like a presence yeah Because I feel like that with myself, like at parties where I swear I say something and nobody heard it. And yeah. it's like, 
I feel like I'm, I'm talking at this volume, and then it's like it just goes away, and it's like did nobody hear that, or did they hear it and just not care? Or yeah. oh shit, and then the insecurity starts fucking. Oh, they did hear it; they're just fucking ignoring yeah. it. <laughs> there was nothing there. And then I always think like, is my voice at a different frequency? <laughs> like, can dogs only hear yeah. me? It might be because because sometimes in those situations I find myself hmm. I'll, I'll say something that gets completely fucking mm-hmm. ignored or whatever, but it's like oh no because you said you mumbled it yeah under fucking you know yep. ten people talking yeah and it was eight minutes after they were talking True. about it yeah yeah you shouldn't have said it you should have you should have kept that one in the uh, in the pocket I did that I was talking to I was standing I wasn't talking I was standing in a group of people that was Keith Carey and Anna Valenzuela and oh. in, in a few and I think maybe Connor was there oh, too. Oh, sure, the big guns. Yeah, all of them were there all not contemporaries but like people that I look up to. Oh, see, but you can't even fucking say that. No, no, yeah. no. Not contemporaries. <laughs> You're putting yourself in a fucking box, okay, dude. Okay. They're the same as me. Yes. <laughs> they're, they're doing open mics. So. Yeah. They were doing they were slumming it. <laughs> <laughs> and and giving me the time of day, but that's the thing. I had a moment where they were all talking about Trump, and then I said something about, not even a joke, but it came out as like a, and then they all just looked, and oh, just shit. Like, I could feel the group of people slowly walking oh, away. That's so fucking funny. I'm sorry. And then I was just like, oh, yeah, I'm going to go crawl under a rock right oh, now. Fuck. See you later, guys. <laughs> Oh god. Okay, that happens that happens to me too where it's like I'm not meaning this to be a joke. I'm just trying to be part of the yeah. conversation, dude. Yeah. <laughs> and then it I'm so nervous and then I get my moment and then I totally go Trump. Oh shit. And then they're like, "Yeah, shut the hell up, you idiot." Oh god. And that's the thing like I'm so thinking to myself like I need to impress these people because I look up to them so much. Yeah. That I end up just making myself look like an idiot, and then they forget who the yeah. hell I... It's like I didn't make an impression. The only impression I made is some guy has tried to say something. I don't know who the hell that yeah, guy is. Exactly, <laughs> yeah. And then you're like, yep, I'm an idiot. Well, I made an impression. <laughs> this is <what> <laughs> What was your best set? Best? Like, do you feel like you've had like, you know, a moment where you're like, dude, I killed this? No, <laughs> no, uh, I'm the same way. Generally, the the only, I mean, I definitely feel better about certain sets than I do others. Right, and, I didn't and, bomb. <laughs> yeah, I didn't bomb. Uh, the the only indicator is if somebody comes up and says, you know, hey, that was a good set. Mm-hmm. And then, yeah, definitely. Then if somebody says something like that, yeah, I feel good about it for hmm. sure. But hmm. otherwise, it's like I can't – unless I listen to the recording, I can't really tell how well I did. And a lot of times – like it's happened to me before. Like, oh, yeah, I had a good set and then I listen to the recording. Oh, fuck. That wasn't that good. <laughs> that wasn't that good. What do you think the worst bomb was? Uh, I can – I've had some pretty bad ones, but the uh, the worst time is when I was actually thanked for leaving the stage. Whoa! I said, by the uh, host or no, by somebody in the crowd. I said, "Listen, guys, this isn't going well. I'm going to go ahead and end this early." And somebody said, "Thank you, <laughs> <laughs> thank you." <laughs> oh, fuck. They were appreciative that you 
didn't finish. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> That's awesome. But honestly, I've had that happen too, where like oh shit. one of they didn't say thank you, but I literally had like you know you know at the beginning of this set it was probably about ten people. And by the end of the set, it was like two people. Oh, like man. I literally just had people walking out like just, okay, I'm just, I don't care that you're in the middle of this. I'm just <laughs> not going to be here anymore. Yeah. <laughs> and that is like the first like big wake up like, oh, these people do not like you. <laughs> yeah. And it's not like, oh, they got like a text saying, hey, I just got into labor. Come quick. It was like, no, this guy's not funny. I guess I'll leave early. <laughs> well, it's a it's a good indicator if they leave during the set because most people just kind of they'll they'll just wait. To, okay, I'm gonna get out after this guy's done. Right. I'll just uh, I'm gonna go ahead and wait right here, but I'm gonna go ahead and be polite and pretend like I'm watching. <laughs> yeah, it's a bad indicator when when they're walking. I don't out. even want to be polite. I I would rather have these next two minutes. <laughs> yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, when it's comics, like I kind of understand. I, I de- not kind of understand. I understand because like you're you're oh, yeah. there all fucking night. It's like, dude, why am I gonna stay here? Like this guy, he's he's doing his set. I understand, but fuck that shit. I've been here three hours. Mm-hmm, you know, I'm mm-hmm, out. Mm-hmm. When it's audience members, it fucking hurts. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I was at a. Uh, it wasn't an open mic. It was a straight up like you know book show, and it was uh, like a outdoor festival. Mm. So. On one hand, I tried to tell myself, like, well, maybe they wanted to get a churro or maybe they wanted to, you know, go ride the Ferris wheel. And it's like, but deep down, it's like, no, they just didn't like your tranny joke, bro. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. And that's my biggest thing that I've tried to, like, figure out is, like, how do you judge the crowd and how do you make them, like, not make them, but how do you decide, like, oh, this crowd isn't going to be into the tranny stuff, (laughs) I'm, I'm this is a conservative crowd, so I gotta bust out the you know gun jokes instead. <laughs> I have not figured that out. I you gotta, I guess, like I, I mean, I know comics say that they have like warmer jokes. You know, like they have a test joke. Like if this works, then I'll lead into this other mm. stuff. But if this other, if it doesn't work from the start, then I'll just go into something else. Like instead, it's like their feeler joke. Like okay, if they like this, they'll like this other stuff. It's definitely, it seems like a smart move. I just, I'm not there yet. Right. At this point, I'm literally just, this is what I have written. I need to try this out. So please, I really fucking hope that I don't lose them on this first one. (laughs) Yep. Yep. And the way I I structure my sets is I usually try to, I try to, um, if I know I'm going to be talking about something a little, you, you know, edgy, you know, for lack of a better word, I'm going to try to put that later in the set. Yeah, because right. if I because if I am gonna lose them, I don't want it to be on the first fucking joke. I agree. Yeah, I agree. Yeah, you don't want to start with the rape jokes for sure. <laughs> okay, so before we get any further, I want to do a, a bit that I, we haven't done, but I've done with Marty, so it's a, a it's poignant. Right. On. Um, and since you are uh, in the entertainment industry <laughs> distribution end right the distribution end you're uh, an entertainment liaison yes uh i figured we would make up a movie straight up off of our heads with the power of randomness as our guide and i'm gonna have michael pick one through ten twice to give us the genre and the lead actor or All actress right. that's gonna be in our made-up movie oh, fuck. okay so pick one through ten 
Let's go six. Six? That's going to be a not-so-subtle <laughs> religious movie. Ah, oh, fuck. <laughs> <laughs> it's so poignant. <laughs> a not-so-subtle religious movie with... Another one through ten as our lead actor or actress. I'm tempted to say six six just to complete this, but <laughs> mm. <laughs> let's go. All right, seven. Seven. Tom Hardy. I could do that. Okay, we're doing a not so subtle movie with Tom Hardy. <laughs> okay, so right off the bat, how serious are we going? Are we gonna go, you know, uh, like doubt? Or are we gonna go into like a Book of Mormon? I've always had the hope that on the day I go to heaven, Heavenly Father will shake my hand and say, "You've done an awesome job, Kevin." Where it's like you know we're making funny and we're making fun of a serious movie. Okay, well Tom Hardy he did the Bane voice. That's pretty yes. silly. Mm-hmm. But he also put in all the work to put it on that muscle mass to become Bane. Yes. That's pretty serious. So is it him reprising his role as Bane? Fuck, but which one? <laughs> I'm in the shadows. Okay, that's silly as fuck. We're going silly. <laughs> okay, so he's reprising his role as Bane. As Bane. And he's a priest. And he's thinking to himself, okay, like I'm I'm just now entering the priesthood. I'm I'm over my super villain days, you know, I'm trying to repent. I'm trying to help, you know, my fellow man after I've blown up half of the other world. <laughs> but now I'm I'm repenting because, you know, he believes in the, the, the New Testament. Yes. And he's thinking to himself, Okay, what better way to show God I'm I'm sorry than to become a priest? You know, after he became a supervillain, he's like, you know what? Screw that. You know, I've been in the shadows too long, and I feel like I need to go into a different realm. But what's his first step? Because I feel like yes. there's, a, there's a big road between entering, oh, yeah. I don't know, the oh, seminary. He, yeah, he, that's the that's the movie that's right the there, movie. is that he's going through seminary <laughs> school. Yes, he's be, trying to become a priest. And everybody's like, dude, you need to take off that mask. And he's like, but that's how I breathe. How else am I going to breathe? And they're like, uh, dude, I don't know. Get a respirator or something. And then he's like, well, let, let, let God figure it out. Why would God give me this if he didn't want me to have it? Because God has a plan. Yeah. We need to remember that. <laughs> we need to remember that. Ba- Bane's Bane, plan. God though. has a plan. Bane's plan. That is the, uh, that's the basis of the whole movie, though. I want the name of the movie, Bane's Plan. Bane's Plan. Yep. What, what is the what actually causes him to move in that direction? Is is he feeling guilty that, you know, he thinks he killed Batman? Yes. I honestly don't remember how that movie ended, but <laughs> I don't remember him dying. No. But I don't remember Batman dying. True. So maybe he's feeling like, okay, I came I came to the edge. Yes. You know? He almost killed Batman, yes. and then he got to himself, and he went like, wait a minute, wait a minute. Do I need to really kill Batman? Why am I deciding to kill people at all? Because I have a God-shaped void in my life. <laughs> that's, the, that's the beginning. Yes, okay. So he comes to terms with his uh, uh, mortality as well as uh, his bad decisions in life, and then he decides to go, okay, well... Screw this. Screw Raj Al Ghul. Screw uh, all the other supervillains in Gotham. I'm going to now become a, a 
Catholic priest in seminary school. So who he now okay gets to seminary school. Now who's the like mentors? Who's his teachers that are going to teach him about God and how like what God's real plan is for him? Do they have to be Batman characters? Maybe. Maybe. Okay. <laughs> if you want this to be in the realm of Batman. <laughs> okay. So is this a prequel or a sequel? Okay. To- so, so the French the French chick who is kind of the mastermind of that whole She's dead uh, at the end of yes, that movie. Okay. Yes. So she cannot be one of his uh, mentors. See, I, I, I say Alfred. You know, Alfred Alfred was a mentor to uh to, Yes. Because I would, yeah, I would assume Alfred uh, is Catholic. It's got to be Michael Caine, Alfred. I'm yeah. not, I'm not, I'm not down with this cunt. Uh, Show bait. You uh, have to. Yeah, no, nah, not in. <laughs> can not you do in. a Michael? Uh, I can't do it. Can you Michael do any impression? I can't do it. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I've thought about trying to do a Michael Caine, but it's us, it's probably more like me doing. An impression of Brad Williams doing Brad. Michael Caine. <laughs> Does Brad Williams have a Michael Caine? Yes. Okay, that's great. <laughs> and it's more like, show. I'm going to say right now that Bane is going to seminary school, and he decided to get me to teach him about God. <laughs> that's not a bad Michael Caine. <laughs> <laughs> and then sometimes people just want to watch the world burn. <laughs> and then those people are probably in Sodom or Gomorrah. Those people <laughs> are Muslims. <laughs> so he decides, okay, so Michael Caine is going to teach Bane how to become a priest. So there's like obviously a teaching montage, you know, reading books, getting slapped with like a crop or something. Or, and then obviously him like you know doing some sort of like rocky calisthenics through the uh, you know he's the mission. Bibles. He's holding Bibles. Yes. <laughs> and he's got a, okay. There, there's a Facebook video going around of a guy just doing like pull ups and shit while somebody's punching him in the stomach. It's something. It's, it's very similar to that. They're just slapping yes. him with rollers while he's holding the Bibles. <laughs> uh, I don't know if I believe in God. You must. You must. <laughs> okay, so then he decides, or, or he, it's the big day where he has, like, you know, a test or some sort of, like, confirmation or whatever. And then he decides, like, I'm just going to either go into it or or he decides to, like, fall right out of a sudden. Like, no, there's, there's got to be a fall because there's mm-hmm. got to be temptation. You know? Yes. There's an yes. apple, a snake. Maybe a woman. You know, a woman says, a woman. like, you know, some atheist, like, uh, you know, Helen Bonham Carter or something. Yeah, she, she shows him some uh, some science. She shows him <laughs> some facts. She shows him like, a globe. Yeah. <laughs> you know. Come to the dark side, child. <laughs> you know, there's things called logic, and um, maybe you should learn them. <laughs> and then he's like, oh, I, 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 think, I think I will learn those things. And then Michael Caine goes like, listen. You need to tell that bitch that she's full of shit. <laughs> as uh, as Christianity commands. As, <laughs> I think that's part of it. <laughs> yeah, I man, I feel like Helen Helen Bonham Carter would definitely take this role, uh, and I would ask her not to bathe. Uh, for six months. I don't before think you have to shoot. ask. I don't think you have to ask. Her, uh, 
eccentric. <laughs> she would actually ask me, yeah, hey, yeah, uh, like, <laughs> do you mind if I not bathe before six? Oh, you don't mind? Well, I hope you're cool with it. <laughs> it's in my contract that I do not bathe during the filming of this movie. <laughs> and then Johnny Depp has to also be in oh, my yeah. trailer. Oh, yeah. And oh, just in the trailer. Yeah, maybe yeah, yeah. he's. Oh, yeah, he's. Oh, he's a, a, a cameo. A cameo by Johnny Depp that shows up and he's like, you know, maybe a priest or he's like the Riddler or something. No, he's the thief that's on the cross next to Jesus. Oh, okay. Down. That got saved. Yeah. And then he shows up and goes, Look, look, Bane, you need to believe in God because I need another movie. <laughs> yeah, Alice in Wonderland didn't do too well. In my mm-hmm. theory, you know. <laughs> I need a sequel to this. Yes. <laughs> and you need to believe. And then, yeah. So then, how does this end? How does he does does he, you know, become a priest and then s- start saving the it, world it, one Christian at a time? It ends with him fucking a kid. I'm, I'm sorry. <laughs> it, this is a. I mean, we want this to be a hopeful story, but if we're gonna be truthful. Look, Bane, <laughs> in order to complete your training, you're going to have to fuck a 12-year-old little boy. See, even Michael, <laughs> Michael Caine didn't want to say that one. <laughs> but, but that's how the story ends. And, uh, in order to be a true Catholic, oh, you're going to have to fuck a 12-year-old boy. And then even Helen Bonham Carter goes, well, I think that's right, too. Yeah. Oh, As an atheist, I think you're going to have to fuck 12-year-old boys, too. She's not even saying that in character. She's just fucking <laughs> – she's just in there like, bitch, we cut two seconds ago. Yeah. She she just, like, in mid-scene, just, you know, stops halfway through, looks straight into camera, and goes, yes, Bane, you will have to fuck a 12-year-old boy, have, too. You have to – that child there. <laughs> and then just brings out a, uh, a, a line of 12-year-olds. Uh, which is, how, which is yeah. how I assume most uh, church sermons end. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. <laughs> I hope they come from the shadows. Oh, God. Oh. <laughs> I had a ba- – uh, my first – Going back full circle, my first open mic set, I was on stage and I I did a a Bane joke about uh because you know uh Dark Knight Rises just came out yeah. and I was thinking like why does Bane sound like Mr. Belvedere like oh was that a choice he made was he like watching Mr. Belvedere and went like I think he needs to sound like this <laughs> and then I love actors I love how. You know, they make a choice, and for better or worse, it's like, yep, that's it. Yeah. They did it. Like, Jesse Eisenberg in Batman and Superman, oh, like, God. he made a choice. Yeah, <laughs> he certainly did. And and if, I don't know, I don't know if he was the one that, like, totally killed that movie, but I bet if there was other things right with that movie, he probably wouldn't have been as ridiculed yeah. for making that choice. It was like, oh, yeah, that... We already have six other things to talk shit about, and now we're just going to add that as the seventh thing. But if you only had one thing and it was Jesse Eisenberg's like yeah. decision, you'd be like, eh, you could probably look past it. Yeah. Well, the the Bane voice was pretty silly when it came out. And that movie doesn't – it gets shit on, but it, they don't point out how silly the Bane voice was. It kind of worked. Right. Well, I understand why it was that because – Christian Bale already chose that voice. True. 
It's like, oh, well, you can't have two guys talking like, yeah. hey, how are you doing? Yeah. You have to have a contrast. And so if Batman's already that way, you can't have the villain talking that yeah, way, too. Go the opposite. Yep. He's got a weird Which is little... a posh British man. Yeah. Posh. I was going to say Cockney. I think I got it wrong. Uh, um, well, Cockney would be like, hey, how okay, you doing? Yeah, hey, go. right? Is that higher class or lower class? They all Kind of lower class. They, they all like... sound like garbage people to me. You yeah. Know? Like the kids from Oliver. Oh, shit. Yeah. Okay. Low class. <laughs> and Annie. <laughs> I guess he was more well-to-do. I don't know. But our movie sounds like a blockbuster. I, I would definitely see that movie. <laughs> not entirely comfortable with the final oh, it's scene. It's going to be a deleted scene. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the director's cut. Um, I'm on board though. I, I like the uh, I like the lead actress. Do you think that there is like something that can't be funny? No. Like do you think there's no. a, an off limits joke? No. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Everything can get turned into a joke. Yeah, and I think I mean it's where comedy comes from, dude. You're trying to you're trying to make these fucking things funny because they're very uncomfortable and very hard right. to deal with. This is how we deal with them. I don't think there's anything that you can't make a fucking joke out of. Is it going to be funny? Well, maybe you got to work. Right. Maybe you got to really work maybe to make time something funny. Just needs to pass before. Yeah. yeah. Like it's just yeah too soon. Yeah, no, I I don't think there's anything that's off limits. And and before I got into comedy, I would hear people saying that and be like, oh, you, you edgy fuck, you just want you want to tell your fucking rape jokes. It's like no, mm. um, this is how people this is how people take these experiences and uh you know deal with them. Right, know? right, yeah. right, right. I'm the same way where I would rather yeah laugh instead of you know yeah. dealing with it. Yeah, well, <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, I'm going to find something funny at the funeral instead of just being the one that's, like, crying all day. Yeah. And I'm not saying, like, I'm always looking, yeah, I'm looking for right. the joke and everything. No, it's just... Or I can't be... Somber you know, or serious yeah. or whatever. It's But if there's a joke there, yeah, I'm going to fucking, I'm going to go ahead and think about it at the very least because it's taking my fucking mind off of what the fuck is going on here. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I feel like sometimes, like, I get in the trouble with that where, like, you know, I'm always laughing at something and everybody else is like, dude, this isn't the time to make jokes. Yeah. And I'm like, but uh, what? What? No, it's the perfect time <laughs> to make jokes. This is, this is, I mean, shit. I mean, I don't know. We're not talking about anything specific here, but, like, mm. shit can be really dark. Mm. And it's like, in, in that moment, if I can get something to make me smile, I'm going to fucking go ahead and think it or mm-hmm. say it or fucking mm-hmm. whatever. Because, mm-hmm. like, I don't know. I don't know. I'd, r- I'd rather do that than fucking the alternative, you know? Right, right. <laughs> I don't know. Oh, man. Since I had Marty Worst on the podcast oh, and he was talking about uh, past sets and memories and things about that, uh, you recently had a roast battle I with did. Marty. I did. And I watched it, and it was pretty damn good. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate that. Michael! Marty! Let's roast! <laughs> Marty's a director, but the only things he releases in the theaters are bullets. Oh! <laughs> Marty? I Google searched Michael Huebner, and Google said, I'm sorry, there were no results for Michael Huebner. Did you mean stuttering little pussy fart? <laughs> Marty thinks 
thinks he looks like Paul Rudd, but his tiny dick is why they call him Ant-Man. <laughs> Michael is terrified of spiders, and I have to reassure him that Michael, those spiders are just as afraid of pedophiles that live with their parents. <laughs> it's funny that you mention that, Marty. In 2007, Marty made a film called Salivate. It's just two hours of him staring at a preschool. Oh! <laughs> Michael looks like the man behind every dick pic and the dick behind every man behind every dumpster behind the human centipede. <laughs> Little wordy, but I get it. Cerebral. Michael Huber, Marty Worst. Marty Worst. <laughs> Stop. Michael Huber. Your winner, Hubner! Did uh did all those jokes come pretty easy to you? No. No. <laughs> I was writing for three months and out of the three jokes. Three jo months. Three months. Uh we actually So you set that up three months in advance. Yeah, we uh we actually met at the not met, but we were at the doll hut one night. This is actually the only time I've ever done the doll hut. And mm -hmm. we we had talked about roast battle before. We're both fans of it, of course. And um, we we had been saying like you know now's the time. Like this shit's on TV. It's going to be a lot harder for open micers to get on this shit, right? And uh, and I don't know. We just came to the conclusion: fuck it, we're fans. Let's do it. And we did it. I was writing jokes the next fucking day, mm -hmm. and we the battle wasn't even scheduled yet. Um, and I was writing all the way up until the day of, mm -hmm. I didn't come up two out of those three jokes. I wrote literally within the like last two days before the battle. Wow. Yeah. Um, I, uh, I didn't start running them till probably a month before and maybe that was my mistake, but most people say, you know, usually a month, two weeks before your battle, that's when you right. start running them. But I didn't realize how much gar like how much garbage I was working with until mm -hmm. I started running them. And <laughs> fuck, dude. Yeah. Oh man, eighty percent didn't yeah, work. Yeah, <laughs> no, I, I, uh, I don't know the final joke count, but it was something like ninety fucking jokes, mm. and and only eight worked. <laughs> not even eight. <laughs> <laughs> not even eight. Like up until the 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 last day, I was running them. The Sunday before, I was like, really, like, fuck, man, this is man. It would be tough to come up with something to insult Marty with. Like he's such a nice guy. It's very he's hard. Just, He's like, very hard to write for. How do you make fun of a guy that's just like so, just nice? There's nothing. It's <laughs> maybe had... that's like, dude, you're too nice. Yeah. <laughs> what the fuck. And neither of us really has anything particularly. I don't even want to say it, interesting about mm. us. <laughs> <laughs> We're both like kind of, kind of, you know, boring, boring white guys for lack of the fucking you know, better term. Um, and that that was definitely a challenge. And I'm not saying he's boring. He's a very interesting well, fucking guy. Well, you guys are like introverts in the yeah. sense of like not like, you know, M1000s, <laughs> you know, your M80s. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I'm the same way too, though. Yeah. Like we said earlier, it's like the life of the party. It's like this guy is going to maybe make a couple of cool quips in the back to yeah. these other three dudes, but yep. not going to be the guy that's doing keg stands yep. and exactly. with a lampshade on his head. Yep. Um, but it, it was a challenge to write for, and we exchanged info. He he gave yeah. me he gave me a lot to work with. Um, right, or material things yeah. to hit. But honestly, were you I, thinking of like anything that was like, oh, I can't say that? 
like that's too deep or that's too too No, because he he gave me the go ahead to go with any of it, but the stuff that I was coming up with, I was trying to go deep in the yeah. beginning, but none of it was coming out funny. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And it was like, "Oh, okay, that's just kind of fucked up. There's no joke there." Yeah. And um, that's what I feel like I would be is like, "Oh, you just said something dumb like or fucked up. That's not like a joke." <laughs> but, but and it's not even a a roast show. I I'm probably speaking out of term here, but I actually really like Writing roast jokes, it, mm. it's a lot of fun. It's a it's a different kind of exercise. Yeah, you, you can get really silly with them. Yeah, you and, can, and, and you can do well with them. Um, it, yeah, approaching it from the mean first it probably isn't the way to go, and that's mm-hmm. how I was doing it. Um, maybe if I would approached it, you know, from the silly from the beginning, maybe you know I would have been happier with the jokes I went with. But you still won. I did. I did. And and I'm happy to. Um, it, it was a fun experience. I don't know if I'm going to do it again. If really? I, if I did do it again, it would not be against a white guy. That's not, <laughs> <laughs> not going to uh, – and that, that's a weird thing to say, I think. Right, but right. But it's like I said, I'm trying to be silly when I write roast jokes, and it's really easy to get really silly with like racist shit right right <laughs> it, like obviously this isn't shit that i believe what if you went up against a, a girl oh you, exactly but that would be again right. something that i can like i'm not a misogynist obviously right. but i can easily put myself in that frame of mind mm-hmm, and have fun mm-hmm. writing the jokes so if i was going to do roast battle again it would be yeah a woman or a black dude um <laughs> um well, uh, listen up, guys. If you're a white or if you're a black guy or a woman, if, if you're there, a black guy or a woman who wants an easy win, yeah, you can, you can find me on Facebook. Hit hit Mike up. <laughs> hit Mike Hubner. Hubner. How do you spell it? H U E B N E R. Hmm. I always get it confused with the E or the U. Like, what comes first? See, people fuck up the Michael a lot too. It's mm. A before E. A, a yeah. lot of people. Yeah, and. The thing is, is that it, there shouldn't be a difference. Like, the the only reason there's a difference is because one asshole is like, I don't want it to be the same as everybody. You're like, dude, that's what makes it a name. Yeah. Is that it's the same. It's a, a standard. Yeah. Like, like, we don't need 80 ways to spell Josh. No. It's just J J O S H. That's it. I like Jash. <laughs> like speaking like a. East we don't coaster. need like a Y J A U G H or something. <laughs> like I like how they uh, Jesus and Yahweh. Yeah. Right. 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 What movies were your favorite this year? This year, um, or, or should I say, 2016? For 2016, honestly, Deadpool was hard to fuck with, uh, but that's yeah, that's it, gonna be hard. Yeah, to, I, I bet that's up for Best Picture. <laughs> Shit. Well, it actually, was up for Golden Globe as honestly, Best Picture. I'm gonna count Manchester by the Sea as 2016. I think it came out, and that was probably it was released in yeah. 16, and it, it, it it's probably the best as far as quality goes. That's the best movie I've seen this year. Mm. It's fucking great, and um, but I mean, as far as enjoyment goes, I mean, I, I don't know if I enjoyed that movie. It's pretty fucking sad. Yeah. Um, Deadpool. Let's go, Deadpool. Deadpool's a good movie. Um, it's a good action movie, and and it's not even a 
you know, you don't even have to be a fan of superhero movies to enjoy that movie. Yeah. Uh, I think that's what was uh, so cool with uh, Guardians is the same oh, thing. Oh, I it loved it. Like, I loved it. It wasn't a, a movie that was, you know, it, it, it sufficed or it satisfied both camps. Like yeah. the super nerdy was like, this is awesome. And then the people that never read a comic were like, oh, this yeah. is awesome. Yeah, I had never seen anything like that. And I'm not even like particularly like. Star Warsy, like sci-fi, that type right. of shit, and I enjoyed the fuck out of it. Yeah. yeah, and the sequel looks like it's gonna oh, be it's cool. Gonna be good, fuck yeah. I think the best movie I saw this year was uh, was Swiss Army Man. I love that. I movie. haven't seen it. It I... was so original and so like never seen that before. <laughs> like I've never seen the concept and just you know the premise as well as the acting as well as the originality and the music and just it was just a good movie. Yeah. And something that, like, I went in with no expectations. You know, you just, I saw, like, a trailer, and the trailer was kind of just out there. And then you just go in, and you're like, whoa. Like, you. it was a movie, at least for me, that, you know, what I love about movies is that it changes you. You know, yeah. after that, after seeing it, you go, wow, I'm gonna look at the world a little differently yeah. <laughs> farting boner corpse makes yeah, my uh, yeah changes my worldview there was one review that i totally agree with that said uh you'll laugh at the first fart joke and cry at the last fart Holy joke shit <laughs> and is it like that does yeah. it okay damn yeah. like at the i'm not gonna spoil it but at the end yeah i was a little like hmm. okay Man, so it, it, it gave me the feels oh shit <laughs> Okay, so I'll check that one out because uh, I, I just kind of I saw that one as oh these guys are just trying to be as fucking out mm-hmm, there as mm-hmm. they can, and it was made by the guys that did that music video uh, turn down for what you know oh, remember okay. that DJ Snake <laughs> I don't know if you ever seen that music no video. I've never seen the video the, go do yourself a favor and watch <laughs> that video and then you realize like oh these guys now go make a movie <laughs> yeah and it's and it's just as out there yeah. But it's, uh, you know, there's a lot of weird movies this year and, and a lot of movies that, like, probably made a lot of mov- money, but I, to be honest, was like, eh, not not my favorite, not yeah. great. <laughs> but well, What's an example? Because I, I've been watching these <laughs> movies and I, I see how well they do it. Um, like, the last uh, Star Trek movie, I was like, eh. Right on. And the last... Uh, the last, uh, what was that movie with uh, Tom Cruise? Oh, was that Edge of Tomorrow? Edge of Tomorrow was good. Okay, that's what I was going to say. But the last uh, Jack Reacher, oh, okay. I was like, yeah, eh. yeah, yeah. And it probably was like, yeah, $200 million to make or whatever. And I was like, yeah. Yeah, and Jack Reacher probably outdid Edge of Tomorrow by oh, how Oh, yeah, much. and it probably did out. Swiss Army Man and all. (laughs) But they were saying Edge of Tomorrow was actually legitimately good. I dug that movie. Yeah. That movie was tight. I got to check it out. It's, I mean, it's almost like I want to correlate it with like a live video game. It just felt like a, like a, like I was watching a video game, but not like computer animated movie. It was like, I'm watching a live action video game. Mm-hmm. But not like first person like that Doom movie. Yeah, okay, <laughs> not like God. that. Like it was, it was cool. Yeah, I like The Rock too. But I do like The Rock. Oh, yeah, man. man, the new uh, Fast movie. That oh, looks fuck. no, it's not even Fast. It's, it's the Fate. Fate. Yeah, the Fate. F eight. 
Dude, I am not looking forward to that shit. Apparently, the the worst that we've had in the last couple of years. I started when we had Jurassic World, and that was mm. pretty fucking bad. But they said Fast and the Furious Six was even fucking worse. So. Oh, at the theaters, yeah, right. So I'm not looking forward. I'm not looking forward to Fifty Shades of Black or whatever the mm, fuck that the is. sequel. Yeah, yeah. Um, yep. Not. I don't know. We we got through Star Wars all right. So. Yeah, but but I have a feeling Fate of the Furious is going to be bad. Totally, that's a different crowd. Yeah, it is. <laughs> and they have You're money. Not, not quite a nerd. <laughs> no, they have money. They like to spend it. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I knew a, a girl in high school, and her name was Jill. And then halfway through high school, she started spelling it J-Y-L instead of J-I-L-L. Like, oh. And you're like, okay, I get it. You want to be different, but, you know, learn a hobby or something yeah. or like suck a black guy's dick or something. Or, hey, <laughs> hey, hey, hey. Like, hey, you I, don't have to change your name to something dumb. That was her stage name, dude. You don't even know. <laughs> if you put a Y were in any place of like a, a letter that should just be an I, like you're going to be a stripper. Someday. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I can see it. Any Y name. You're a stripper. Fantasia. Fantasia. Yep. <laughs> yep. Oh God. <laughs> what was, if you were a stripper, what would be <laughs> your stripper name? I know it like people say what it, oh that's your porn name is the street that you live on and your first pet No it's Michael Hubner it's just gonna, it's, <laughs> No coming to the stage Michael Hubner Fuck yeah you, <laughs> what you see is what you get <laughs> as you're taking your clothes oh, off God. you're talking about you know yeah. what's the deal with airplane oh, food Oh <laughs> god I don't have any bits like that don't you fucking <laughs> you guys want to measure my dick? <laughs> oh, okay. yeah. I mean, I got one like that. Hey, hey and it fits. We're in a strip club. Let's... I don't Again, know to... you couldn't be a stripper because you're a white guy. You don't know how to dance. True. No. 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 no, no. <laughs> Do you pull your dick out as a male stripper? Is that? Um, I assume. But... I think in certain instances, it just depends on what club you're at. Probably right. Right on. Like most clubs, you probably don't. It's probably just banana hammocks. But then I bet like probably like the private dance, like once you get into like the the champagne room and stuff, I'm sure you you know you get to see some dick. Maybe you slip a ball out while you're on stage. <laughs> just one know. nut. Just yeah. <laughs> this is a teaser. Just, just looks like it peeks out. Just <laughs> want to see the rest. <laughs> <laughs> Well, on that note, I think we should end it up. I mean, we've definitely recorded for a little bit, but definitely thank you once again, Mike, for coming in. You have been a great guest. Thank you. Um, do you have any uh, things you want to plug? Uh, no, I'm probably going to be performing in a chicken restaurant tomorrow night. Sweet. <laughs> yeah, for yeah. five people. Coming up. <laughs> chicken. Are you going to get paid in chicken? No, or? no I'm going to have to pay for chicken to perform. No. <laughs> <laughs> it's all good. Buy some chicken and you might get some stage time. It, it's all. It's good chicken. It's all yeah, good. well, that's, that's hopefully. Uh, or that's, that's good. Well, I will say that if you guys want to check out any of our or my pad... 
my past episodes, definitely subscribe and go to thiscomicslife.libsyn.com or you can go and follow me on any of my social websites. It's uh, This Comics Life on Facebook or Instagram. Or you can go to the D Stories at Twitter. Or you can write me on the archaic email, which is thiscomicslifepod at gmail.com. And tell me all about what we did wrong and right this episode and if you believe in God. <laughs> uh, do you want to give out your facial or social media things? Do I want a facial? If people want to follow you? I, I literally I have a Facebook. That's it. Facebook. I, I have a Facebook and I have an Instagram. Uh, I really don't post anything too interesting on either. Uh, <laughs> Facebook, Michael Huebner. Uh, Instagram, Michael J. Huebner. Whoa. I, they, it was taken. My first name was taken. There's another Michael Huebner yeah. out there. Well, it's like the SAG shit, dude. Uh, yep. Yep. You can only have, there can be only one. Well, that's Michael, a cool middle name to have. Michael J. Huebner. Well, guys, definitely tune in next week for a whole lot more episodes. Who knows what's going to happen? I don't know. So you'll have to find out with me. But definitely hit me up, write a review, share a mail, share this episode with a million people. If you don't know a million people, meet them and then do it. Yeah, All right, your, guys. Get your fucking life together. Yeah. Start meeting more people. Stop being an introvert like us and get out there. All right, guys. Thanks again. And thank you, Mike, for all that you do. Thank you. All right, guys. Peace out.